Bangalore Bits. Hey Subbu. Hey, good. How are you? Doing good. Alright, so we are on 51st episode. Yeah, cross the milestone. <laughs> Alright. So is uh, Champions Trophy interesting? Yeah, it started, I mean, I kind of, I'm a big fan of ICC tournaments. So, and I, I like this format because it's just very crisp and firm, right. fast. So, I'm kind of looking forward for Champions Trophy, yeah. Okay. So, what are we going to talk? So, last week or probably it is still happening. Uh, the code conference is something which is happening right now. Yeah. So, I don't know whether it's still happening or it is over. Probably it just got over yesterday or something, I don't know. So, uh, how about we do that? Yeah, sure. Alright. So, there were uh, many sessions and mm-hmm. I think some of them are interesting, some of them are probably too US politics. US specific, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, their policies and politics yeah. and all that. Uh, so, why don't we start with uh, whatever Andy Rubin. Uh, the essential announcement? Yeah, the essential announcement and what has been he, he has been working on. Okay. So, I think before we just get into that, uh, I thought we'll just talk a little bit about uh, the Mossberg and his retirement and stuff like that a little bit. Uh, okay. So, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know whether you remember uh, when we started working, I mean, probably we are more or less in a similar age frame. Uh, All Things D used to be the gadget site which is uh, launched during that time. I think yeah. Walt and Kara just kind of moved out of uh, WSJ and they started their own right. uh, display. So, I think in a many ways, uh, uh, like past two decades or something, I think Walt has been covering technology, uh, right. especially around gadgets which are like on the consumer side actually. Right. I mean, his writing is one of those, uh, um, one of those things which is basically got me interested into uh, into into re- in, into reading about gadgets which are like completely impacts the the consumer space as in yeah so i mean i i, I mean i used to follow all those side all things d and everything uh-huh. but i probably never realized uh, walter's one character which is so influential and blah, blah, <laughs> all so if you ask me i probably started uh, knowing him only very recently okay only I think probably when he started, uh, I mean, I started looking at record, record and, okay. and things, right? So, I mean, he used to be one of those guys who, who always uh, review gadgets in a consumer yeah. perspective. Uh, so, he had, uh, I mean, quite a bit of influence in terms of like, uh, he's just more like, uh, in his own words, he just, he reviews the gadgets and technology with respect to like a movie review, basically. Yeah. So And he probably had a lot of influence. I mean, uh, exclusive access. Yeah, I think it just got developed over the, uh, based right. on quality of writing or the, infl- I mean, the networking and other yeah. things. But I mean, one of the areas why I got into this consumer tech more interesting at that time is that um, Engadget and All Things D and all these kind of sites, which are basically was kind of covering the, the, the technology and a consumer aspect of it, which has got me interested in into into the whole space as in actually but so recently the whole idea is that what i was just trying to say is recently he announced he's kind of retiring mm-hmm. so uh, he's going to move out of uh, uh, completely covering gadgets and technology for last at least whatever i know is a uh, two decades actually right okay. so he did a uh, interesting presentation i mean like he he was just kind of sitting on the other chair and then where uh, uh, Dick Castlow kind of interviewed him basically. Yeah, the Twitter guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun interview. If you have time, you can yeah, watch I it. I need to watch actually. Yeah, you can just watch it. So there are some interesting tidbits about Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Everything is there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, the one I found really amusing was uh, how the taco. Yeah, how Bill Gates offered him a taco. <laughs> taco. That was really funny. Actually. And best part is like in in many ways we can relate to Bill because uh, he. I mean, he told Walt in a in a lift saying that he doesn't have money. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's just fun stories. In many ways, I think his retirement also kind of marks the end of uh, kind of the pace at which uh, gadgets were like kind of moving on the consumer space. I mean, right. we are already seeing the delay and stuff like that. So. it's just a very no, i think probably during his time the number of reviewers were also very less very very less and yeah. he kind of pioneered and he was kind of from a political re- interview i mean political journalist moved on to the space and kind I think of he was in uh, washington post yeah so he, he i mean he kind of he was a he was just a journalist covering politics just kind of moved into the space and then created a niche and then i think probably post that many guys came into the space and stuff like that so i think that's probably the time also uh, when i think in india if you look at the magazines like digit yeah all that kind of i don't know it was uh, called digit it was called something is like pc magazine and stuff like that i mean there was one more uh, later called digit i don't know what it was originally okay. i forgot the name uh-huh. i mean i used to be uh, a regular reader of that oh, okay uh, uh-huh. especially i used to buy just for the all the free software which comes in <laughs> i mean some of them are all uh, adware and yeah okay Yeah, so so I so I thought okay we'll just give a shout out since he's retiring uh, and he has just brought a good content for us so many years so right all right so uh, getting on moving on to the event so you want you want to talk about the Andy Rubin announcement right so I mean uh, I mean uh, Andy Rubin is the kind of guy uh, who was uh, with Google I mean he founded his own company called Danger which developed initially Android and Google acquired uh, Danger later on and then they uh, adopted Android and rebuilt and then built it as an open source and stuff like that so he uh, kind of uh, he was kind of overseeing the Android development for several cycles till it was just maturing so he moved out of Google probably couple of years back and he started his own uh, hardware venture which is basically called studio uh, i don't remember exact name studio hex or something so wherein it is a kind of playground for all the hardware startups to just go ahead and then build he also has his own venture fund which basically uh, funds a lot of upcoming interesting uh, right. software and hardware startups so one of those investments and then what uh, which he uh, i wherein he invested himself is the essential phone which he launched basically the essential phone is something which uh, what uh, been launched in the record event uh, maybe a couple of days back but what is <laughs> I, i did see that phone uh-huh. uh, i didn't see anything which is like like say so unique okay. um, that what not samsung and other players are doing actually no i i would just give uh, credits in two areas one is he didn't attempt to build another os which i am very happy that he didn't do that he just want to adopt android and uh, one of the, like if you if we look at the hardware trend in the android and the last couple i mean last couple of years if you look at it one is the one is on the screen technology and the other one is on how do we componentize componentize the accessories basically right so these are the two areas wherein the hand, android hardware hardware is primarily moving in this direction so he has just kind of i mean like either, either the essential phone or uh, he is own vision got into it i don't know but the essay end of the day essential phone kind of addresses both this uh, in a very interesting way so uh, essential has i mean post galaxy if you look at it essential is probably the only phone which has got the edge to edge display um, right. uh, which is like the screen is basically edge to edge 
which is like uh, both the ceramic finish and the titanium metal and stuff like that what they are using so those are really high end materials and hardware uh, i mean the really high end materials they are using for for uh, keeping the phone really i mean ex- extremely good finish and then i mean very nice to have premium hardware on the hands and stuff like that so that is one and the other one i would say uh, moving on the direction where an adopting android is an another interesting strategy uh, instead of going ahead and developing uh, another os and then doing and stuff like that so another interesting thing i saw on the phone is that uh, the accessories are componentized and then they are like mm. basically comes in with an a magnetic holds uh, which are like uh, uh, wherein you have two magnetic place holders wherein you will be able to put those accessories behind the device and uh, what these accessories do is that they draw power from the device itself so the accessories can be made extremely small uh, it doesn't need to have a battery and memory and stuff right. like that so those are some of the interesting uh, uh, innovations what i see which is not coming in from google or uh, samsung or any of them like uh, which is like very unique in terms of i mean the modularization has been tra- getting tried out couple of years where an lg is trying out huawei is trying it out everyone is trying it out but it does not come out in a such a way where the design is so elegant and uh, working and then where the fit and finish of the whole accessory and then the and the way it attaches to the primary device and the stuff like that i have not seen that at least from any other company as in so that something is very impressive uh though i'm not very ha- i mean uh, th- though i'm not really extremely happy in terms of how it l- the screen looks on the front because of the front facing camera i just get emerged in the in the screen and then it kind of looks very weird to me right uh but i mean like uh, uh, until unless we see them really in hand and then how it looks like and stuff like that we can't say that but uh, that the spec is top of the line qualcomm 8385 and 4 gb ram and then 700 bucks and stuff like that so this is really 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 premium high end hardware in terms of hardware and software and material design and screen and everything actually right <coughs> so and one of the i think the other one was the material is essentially titanium right? yeah the so titanium and ceramic uh, finishes yeah, which is uh, probably much more durable than yeah. the aluminum or the glass back actually true and i think the ceramic i think there is a lot of uh, fancy among the watchmakers for the ceramic so uh, yeah. it could be something which is very interesting and i'm not sure about the rumors about the and i mean the new iphone but uh, it could be possible that i mean i uh, apple is moving in the similar direction and stuff like that so so that and then uh, he also launched another uh, product on code or like maybe a couple of days before the code which is the home uh, cloud speaker infrastructure um i'm also looking at something like essential phone will have some surprises on the software side also a uh, there may be very less boltware coming in with the device which knowing uh, i mean like with the kind of track record what he has gone on android and then with the google we we can essentially anticipate that right. and uh, uh, and also uh, the, the essential other interesting service which they are building around in terms of assistant and then home component which is in a uh, i think it is simply called home they are coming out their own speaker uh, which has an assistant built in uh, which a nice so uh, oled display think, uh, very similar to what uh, google and other yeah google home, home alexa cortana and they uh, also are calling a os called ambient os yeah uh, there is their own os which is going to be out, uh, open sourced and then developed in similar lines to android right. so which is like in terms of very attractive i would say because uh, that is a space wherein there is in a space for os is emerging in the home segment as in wherein right. uh, how do we 
make sure all these device protocols but the thing is how successful it will be right because if you look at what google was touting around the brillo os and all right, yeah. they just probably lost steam initially right uh, i don't know whether it will lost the steam or something but i think that is a space probably it is too nascent at this point of time okay. because i think samsung is trying it out there with things which they acquired and then yeah, nokia yeah. is trying to uh, build their own strategy and uh, i mean like a new player like uh, essential coming into that space and stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean uh, out of all these competitors if you look at it probably uh, essential is the only one who has got the uh, os which is similar lines to android open sourced and stuff like that so none of them is going with that strategy actually alexa probably have a fork of android and they are doing or are their proprietary operating system they are doing it for alexa and stuff right. like that which i don't know uh but it is not open source the, the the only the integration layer of the app space is open source i mean not open source sdk driven one uh but wherein i think the differentiation here is that if you have a op, uh, open sourced os uh at that component which is a huge differentiation actually because it can bring in lot more oems into the space uh who can just drive the innovation on the hardware side and the software side so do you think this phone will launch in india i mean there is no immediate plans announced yeah there, there is no announcement about a non us launch and stuff like that so i don't know uh, but i mean the, it's an interesting space in which both these are going in mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, uh, like uh, the echo show uh, the essential home also has an uh, oled round display right yeah so which is also another interesting uh, i mean it, it's an interesting innovation around the cloud assistant but i think echo home doesn't have a round screen no it's not a round screen yeah, it's just sure. a screen basically yeah, yeah. yeah so i mean there are only two com- i mean if if for all if you are looking at in terms of like uh, when a new product coming into the market on that segment and if they are catching up uh, with the market leader there uh, that is an extremely good sign for me because there is no cycle there wherein which they need to catch up and I mean, they are coming in from the day one out of the window wherein they are able to be compete against the leader in the market so i mean for all theoretical sake if we look at alexa as the leader and then correct this is possibly another i mean there is a lot of rumor that wwdc will might see a screen uh, a siri with the screen and stuff like that or a similar assistant from apple and stuff like that yeah, so anyway, we'll talk about that yeah, uh, but I, I, do, i do think they'll make any announcement during wwdc which is I don't know uh, I mean like this is not new uh, hardware product lines right yeah, I mean, probably I, I, been past they have done that actually okay. yeah sometimes uh, so but we'll talk about the probably all WWDC pre WWDC one complete session on that so but I uh, for me uh, essential looks like a very interesting package in terms of uh, and another important thing i noticed what andy rubin was repeatedly talking about the home is that he is going to i mean the os is going to so i'm uh, the ambient os is going to support all kinds of protocols available in the market and we have seen that repeatedly iot has kind of the sew of protocols what you have for iot is like far more than what you see in the desktop and mobile right yeah I but this is uh, there are other companies who tried that yeah i mean everybody is trying to do and yeah, i think yeah. a few companies smaller companies were doing it uh, got acquired so a lot of acquisition going on in that space yeah and the lot of acquisition consolidation is happening around that. i mean like even samsung's with things also support multi protocol and everybody is supporting right. but i think I mean, multi- they, uh, they also bought this company called uh, revolve right who samsung i think so yeah uh, okay uh, i think who bought i don't know uh, they were actually uh, trying to play on the same area okay 
so i think the, the protocol yeah. the common gateway okay i think the i mean like uh, that the multi protocol and multi product support on the space is like the one which is going to drive it and uh, if uh, these accessories i mean the another interesting accessory he demonstrated on the screen i mean on the stage about the um, for essential phone is the 360 degree yeah. camera which he demonstrated wherein with just simple clipping a 360 degree camera you will be able to take a selfie or you will be able to take a like complete panoramic view of 360 degree and stuff like that so those are like i mean once you detach uh, the phone capability from uh, these and then there is absolutely there is nothing stopping you uh, in building interesting accessories and another thing is that uh, the hardware is maturing such a way where we will skip from two year cycle to we may move to a four year or a three plus year cycle of hardware in the phone upgrade and stuff like that so moving in that direction and coming accessories becoming an independent thing we can even skip a generation of a primary home device and then buy couple of accessories and then move probably even move to a five year or a six year life cycle of a phone and stuff like that so in keeping all that in mind uh, that direction what they are moving towards is like extremely interesting actually i think the rural company was actually bought by nest okay right. and they were basically doing this multi protocol thing okay Okay, so uh, that's on Andy. Uh, I think the next one probably will just slightly touch upon was on the Mary Meeker. Uh, probably, right. uh, it, it as you said, uh, it, it probably, did, I mean, demands its own show. Uh, I think uh, like to touch base on few things essentially around India, mm-hmm. and I think most of it is probably uh, <laughs> driven because of the Geo launch. Uh, where I think uh, year on year, if you look at, I think the internet penetration rate and also the internet users has been significantly growing, oh. uh, which is like almost uh, close to thirty percent year on year growth is what uh, she mentioned. And uh, we are just probably just behind uh, China in terms of users. Mm-hmm. Right? That's one. The second one was obviously uh, not a surprise. Uh, the total time spent on Android phones have significantly increased. Okay. Uh, uh, then also, I think uh, we became the top Google Play uh, users in terms of downloads. Uh, we, we surpassed okay. uh, US. Um, then I think the data prices is also significantly coming down again because of Geo, uh, <laughs> and we know that. Uh, yeah, and that that drives the overall wireless data consumption thing actually. So. overall that was the summary and there are a lot of other uh, interesting insights uh, i think the other one was obviously related to demonetization and uh, there was a trend that she showed how uh, upi uh, i mean based payments are significantly increasing mm-hmm. uh, especially in the past 6 uh, months from november right yeah uh, i mean now there are trends now we see in paper that this is this again started to decline now yeah i mean like uh, that we need to wait and watch actually i mean uh, she would have probably just stopped at some point of data gathering and then no but i think the the last 6 months has seen significant growth i think some of these uh, payment banks others have all probably i mean, I, I would definitely agree there is an awareness uh, but i don't really see the significant level where uh, it they climb actually there's not big a mainstream yeah. uh, maybe people are using it because there was a crash crunch Um, and i think they are again going back to the old rabbits exactly yeah so we have to see wait and watch in terms of how this trend moves ahead and uh, uh, yeah yeah that was a brief on it uh, okay. we could probably digest her 
large report which is close to 350 odd yeah, yeah probably we can just do one complete episode yeah. and the i mean the volume of information she puts out every year is just phenomenal i mean like uh, i mean it is it is fantastic that uh, the kind of work what going through that is yeah, just, yeah like phenomenal Okay uh, what else uh, the next one uh, you want to talk about a little bit about uh, Steve Bombers uh, uh, yeah i didn't uh, there was, i mean i i did see that but there was not much take away from from me there uh, i think uh, he was doing some analysis around uh, the data right yeah, uh, uh, government the spending usfacts.org yeah, is a new one i think he was probably spending lot of time on it yeah Uh, then they went into his sports team and all that so. yeah but I, the only interesting thing uh, i mean at least what i have noticed on the presentation about i mean i don't have i mean large fancy for numbers and stuff like that so i did go through usfacts.org and then looked at that high level and stuff like that uh, but like i mean uh, both the data as well the story there is something which is like not something which we relate from here and stuff like that so right. but what interests me on that is that uh there are some of the ideas what i mean like as a sports uh, viewer if you look at it a uh, couple of points he brought in like i think he owns uh, his own uh, uh, team yeah uh, uh, i i don't remember the name but uh, i mean the, there are some interesting things what what he was trying to say there is that uh, some of the arenas which are developed for sports are built based on existing and the past technologies actually right right so uh, so if you just he owns los angeles clippers okay clippers okay so i mean like uh, what was interesting is that how do we uh, bring the sports live sports action in the future to the yeah, right. users that is something which is interesting wherein some of those ideas in terms of like uh, when a player gets a ball uh, what is the percentage which he shoots the basket or whom he passes it how do you virtually simulate how uh how the flow going to be there so basically based on looking at all the high definition cameras available on the arena and then you bring in the big data and you bring in the ai into the that thing. was actually uh, anyway we'll talk about uh, reed hastings netflix ceo's uh, comments yeah there i mean it's all overlapping yeah no there was talking difference uh, what hastings was saying was why is not why netflix not getting the sports is because he is big on the binge watching and all that right okay so what he was saying is there is no shelf life for a sports match right so you just watch in the moment you don't want to keep watching it like say i mean like a serial or a movie right uh-huh. that was his view but okay. i think and that is why he was saying there is nothing exciting you can do uh, bringing sports into the streaming media that i i'm not sure because i think even in us live sports is a plays a big role Yeah. Uh, and what we are talking no, about what, here uh, is the live sports I was saying was essentially essentially on the live sports actually yeah but getting uh, i mean not from a breaking away from traditional tv and yes. how sports can be made interesting through an online no it could be traditional tv or it could be mobile or anywhere but the whole idea is that how do we how do we give a user <coughs> what is going to upfront coming in actually No, but he was talking about more personalized experience also, right? Yeah, like exactly. Like the fantasy uh, points. And yeah, and fantasy point, and probably even the from the player perspective. Yeah. Like in terms of like, if if we want to draw parallels with respect to cricket, uh, like if I want to see the bowler's view of the batsman, yeah. and on if I can switch that in the mobile, I I wouldn't even go to the regular TV after that actually, <coughs> right? Because I wanted to watch very specifically. If I, if if I want to watch Rahul Dravid batting, I would like to. watch how a bowler sees him actually 
and as well i would like to see how the batsman sees the bowler actually mm. so if you if, if those kind of interesting uh, i mean like because i, I that can be possible because you are like having all the equipments and software is already there yeah. uh, it is that in terms of how fast you will be able to segregate these channels and bring them into this users and and the reason uh, icc champions trophy if you look at it uh, they all started putting in terms of from the from the time when the bowler starts on how what pace he starts bowling actually right which is an interesting thing but if you if uh, if the companies can bring in the perspective of like individual views and projected in terms of like when somebody hits a six and then how the arc goes and stuff like that so i mean some of those thoughts are very interesting and uh, if for that definitely i mean the arenas needs to be reengineered with lot more cameras and then lot more yeah. real time software and stuff like that so i mean it is we are talking about uh what the video analytics guys and then the people who are at the behind the scenes who are validating the third uh, i mean the third the the third empire kind of infrastructure we are bringing into the to the end user itself basically yeah. so that is something it's like extremely interesting because that is going to give me an ability in terms of like watch the way i want actually mm. Th- that i would love to see the live sports in that direction i and i mean i'm not sure that may not be really that may not really work out when you want to replay the match and watch it like uh, in a recorded way or something but on the live sports that's like phenomenal i mean if i can click on a player and pick, pick up his pick up his uh, pick up his like statistics and stuff like that and how successful he is against this baller and stuff like that if i want to just bring in that's just phenomenal i mean like Right. Yeah. Those are very interesting thoughts in terms of how you can move the live sports into real arena and stuff like that. So. Anything else on Bagman? I think that's uh, that's about it. I mean, he clearly indicated that he didn't want to uh, get into politics, which is like uh, very. He is also not uh, into the investment, uh, is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Both are very <laughs> very good. I mean, like in terms of give, we should give kudos to him. and uh, the second thing i remember another interesting announcement he said on the thing is that uh, when i think either, i'm not sure either walter kara was asking them uh, what was one single uh, most thing you think you missed during your tenure actually right so i think that interesting uh, i mean the kind of a confession he gave is that he missed the hardware i mean the time where microsoft would have moved into the hardware space 5 or 10 years back i mean like at least right that's something which is very interesting because i i don't think he has said that all these years <laughs> and we see the direction they are moving in now and stuff like that so okay so uh, you want to talk about uh, the redestings yeah go ahead yeah. yeah no it does uh, pretty <coughs> i think his interview also very clear uh, very focused yeah i mean he i i kind of admire that guy a lot Uh, I mean he was extremely focused yeah, right he is extremely sense. focused he knows his uh, yeah. domain well right. yeah, yeah. there were like uh, questions on whether netflix will get into uh, i mean can they see netflix movies in large screen uh, i mean said he no. said no <laughs> i mean he said he was 16 inches the max yeah so i mean those are like very very sharp focused guy yeah and uh, he was also mentioning lot about uh, how he is serious about india brazil and other uh-huh. countries And, and they are also getting into movie business now actually it looks like yeah i think they uh, i i did watch this latest offering called war machine okay uh, that's uh, that's launched in india even rapid was here in india okay. to launch it to do a promo actually okay 
Uh, I mean, I didn't quite like the movie, but I didn't okay. watch it. Yeah, right. I can watch it. It's pretty little slow, but uh, okay. I think what he was saying is like uh, he wanted to produce those movies uh, which are probably ignored from the mainstream. Uh, True. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That that was his focus actually, and he was saying he's going to do more of it. I think they tried this couple of years back. Maybe that was that time. It was too early. I think yeah. the Hidden Tiger, Crouching Dragon was yeah. their own production, which didn't work, do well and stuff like that. So. but i think probably this is i mean that the time now and the lines between the uh, between the tv serial and movie is less kind of blurring so now i think it's time where they can move in that i way. think uh, he they, he was uh, i mean a big fan of binge watching which probably what netflix uh, invented maybe i think <laughs> netflix invented or rather which grew netflix basically. yeah yeah so uh, he is saying he he really likes it and he wants to actually focus okay. more on it yeah Uh, and obviously he was he did talk about analytics and other things um, and all that right yeah i mean they are very pioneer in terms of bringing in uh, what best yeah as a content and a curated content for you on your home screen and stuff like that so those are like something which is there like already been pioneer and i think this was only technical question it was asked right essentially around uh, machine learning and how you can yeah. offer a personalized experience yeah. uh, he said it's probably little too early now but but they have been already doing a lot of work on that line i mean like yeah yeah obviously and uh, i i'm sure like they they are also building this partnership with the every market they are going in uh, be it india china they are trying to build the local content and stuff like that so china he said uh, they are not there right uh, yeah. so and, and he clearly accepted it was probably um, it, i mean they couldn't penetrate there mm-hmm. because of regulations and other things so that he was clearly saying they are going to work with uh, the local players like baidu yeah um, ali and others and he is going to license the content yeah okay right so uh yeah i think the netflix india thing is probably getting interesting um, and uh, he was also very candid in terms of agreeing that uh, youtube is very very big big in india also. pretty i mean he, about india only i'm yeah. saying so he was saying uh, youtube is probably there somewhere like Hundred percent sort of thing, and we are like probably just a drop in the ocean. <laughs> he was talking about Netflix and you know, Amazon, yeah. Prime Video, Prime, yeah. Yeah, right? So, but unfortunately, Google isn't doing anything on the YouTube anymore. <laughs> in India, at least, that's the sad part. No, the best part of YouTube is that as soon as you sign in and then you go, if if you if in YouTube it is all about your personal control actually. I mean, in terms of what do you want to watch, if you signal it properly, I mean that engine is so good; it can produce the suggestion such a way where you would continue to watch one after other after other. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of puts you in some kind of like. No, I think they are in a space where it is more for uh, I mean content creators basically, right? So they they are also I mean doing things in in US, which probably they I don't think they'll do. sooner in india i guess mm-hmm. uh, but there are a lot of news channels uh, especially the regional news channels i <clears throat> i see now they are doing even live streaming on it actually okay <clears throat> right uh, some of the uh, i mean regional channels um, i see them all the, the youtube tv and stuff like that no they stream on the live yeah, youtube that's, that's what the youtube tv channel yeah. yeah so so it is probably a very good tech platform for them to <laughs> get their content in Okay. All right. So, uh, you want to talk about anything else on Netflix or? Oh, that's it. All right. So, uh, you want to talk about a little bit about the second day keynote kind of Hillary Clinton's one? Yeah, I, yeah, it was. I really liked that. Okay. Um, I think 
It's kind of post-mortem of election. Yeah, post-mortem. And I think uh, she was analyzed. Probably she spent past one month just analyzing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so spent a lot of time on like, yeah let's not get into the politics yeah. part of it which is not relevant to india anyway not relevant as well uh, i don't think we should we, we will not know where yeah i mean we don't right, understand yeah, the, that the whole thing also right. uh, but i think what <laughs> some of the key things she mentioned about uh, the role fa- fake news played in our defeat yeah correct yeah. i think that kind of we can as- touch the technology aspect of it yeah and how she was very vocal uh, against facebook saying they should do better um against all the bots and other things what uh, i mean the many of the twitter accounts now uh, i mean what donald trump's followers are all bots mm-hmm. so she was talking about all those things actually no I mean, the, the takeaway for me was that uh, i mean though she was just keep on mentioning about the russian uh, funded yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, group which was just kind of running full fledged campaign against it which i'm i'm not i don't know about those things but if if at all if we for the for the argument sake if we take that that as was happening there but i mean because uh, during the campaign whatever i was following i could see really really uh, there is a polarized view uh, wherein uh, there is lot of uh, the alex jones and other guys on youtube i just completely was coming into my feed in terms of uh, coming in the re- complete right wing announcements and stuff like that. so i, I would i don't know exactly uh who was driving it or how it was working and stuff like that but there is a definitely an alarming rate at which you can really predict the pattern in terms of like there is an event there is a cause and there is another trigger point which will happen basically so you can just really see that which is like completely in a pattern where if something happens there is an counterproductive or counter views will start pumping into both all the machineries like twitter youtube and everywhere it just propagated and stuff like that. i don't know the impact on the facebook side because we i don't use and then we don't see that regularly uh, but uh, what i have seen with either youtube and twitter is something which i have at least noticed it and we did a complete episode on as soon as the election yeah, was right, over the fake news yeah. fake news and then because we very much we i mean we were like discussing so many things at that point of time uh, what been more and more the primary media is just bringing right. in now and stuff like that so Uh, i mean that, that was something which is interesting um, i mean if if at all that is kind of funded by i mean this is very clear that we are in the information war i mean that is something which is this, the direction which we are moving in right and it it is pretty sad that it has started to uh, influence election right and even the future of a country and all that right yeah i mean like even in case of india if you look at it uh, the uh, the yeah i mean the, the the discussion right now should have been ideally on economics and the on the on the security lack of security loss and privacy loss instead the discussion is happening on the on the beef basically yeah right so the beef is kind of a deviation for us wherein all these kind of important stories are getting backstage when back backstage right. Right? so i mean the, the similar diversion is happening in us also right so i mean the trump is pulled out from paris convention wherein the more discussion is happening on the coffee fee and stuff like that so, <laughs> so i mean for every every important issue there is a deviation point happening all no, and actually she did mention that right yeah, I mean, she she was talking about how uh, the fake followers and other things uh, make him good feel good yeah. right and the other thing is how he is, uses this to distract exactly it's just complete distraction i mean the, the the people who are supposed to discuss about the environment and the politics behind it and 
and i in the creative discussion has kind of shifted platform into comical memes yeah. and stuff like that so i see the similar pattern here and there also yeah, i mean it is uh, here it is happening more on whatsapp right uh may not be that public in twitter uh, no it even in twitter it happens a it lot it happens but i think uh, there is a heavy flow of fake okay. news happening in whatsapp yeah it could be possible but i mean i have no window on that platform so, so what i see in twitter I itself is a lot of i mean i don't prescribe but i uh, to yeah. many groups um, people in when i probably get out of it but there is whole lot of fake news which is floating so i i mean th- there is a and very distasteful memes yeah uh, i mean making fun of everything yeah and the, the, i there is not much difference anywhere like beat in us or india uh, uh, the same kind of patterns you see like yeah, there is a primary discussion and there is an there is an yeah. alternate distraction for you yeah. for that actually so okay uh, i think that was pretty much for it so i in in many ways uh, that discussion needs to happen and then like at least people like us yeah. needs to get away from distraction and start focusing on only the primary news and stuff like that so which was like a big take away for right, me right. from that uh, okay what else uh, um, so that's about record uh, so probably we don't know malt is not going to be the next year so we we don't know who's going <laughs> to okay so we'll talk about i think next week is wwdc uh, yeah we'll do we'll a pre we we'll do a pre wwdc actually probably a kind of uh, our expectation on uh, iOS 10 and you have expectation yeah yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any expectation i, I do some launch anything meaningful <laughs> <laughs> probably they'll upgrade their ipad series mac that is all i am expecting no i mean at least i i'm looking at certain very interesting software features at least with swift and other things so let's see whether those are materializing Uh, and also i'm looking at this kind of uh, siri speaker and stuff probably they'll announce 7s i think um uh, i'm not sure about it we have to wait and watch okay. so but what would they add actually i mean uh, in terms of software i mean 7s if you look at i mean leave the software side yeah. i mean just hardware side the only thing they have been traditionally adding is only improving the processor a little bit Yeah, there is a lot of rumor that H2 edge screen display something that's not going to happen in 7s definitely no not in 7s that's but i probably they are looking at something like launching three models and stuff like that. so we have quite a bit of points there to talk we can just do a complete i mean they have started manufacturing in bangalore you know right uh, they yeah, already started i did see that yeah, in the yeah. news okay. the sc uh, model yeah okay so good do pre wwdc yeah and uh, looking forward to the wwdc this big match yeah <laughs> india pakistan <laughs> some indian billionaire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay that's good. about it